Transmission start. Welcome to Where Did the Road Go? Join us as we wander off the path and explore lost history, consciousness, the paranormal, unexplained mysteries, alternative thought, and much more. We are present on the web at wheredidtheroadgo.com. Now here is your host, Soraya. Welcome to this short edition of Where Did the Road Go? And I'm here with Red Pill Junkie. Buenas noches. Christopher Ernst. Good evening, everyone. And Super Inframan. Hello, hello. And uh, I wanted to do this short uh, edition on this memo that came out. Now, what's what's the official name of this? Wilson Davis memo, I think it's. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't have it in front of me. Um, and I read through this, and it's like 15 pages long. And it was what? Uh, it was found in Edward Mitchell's stuff. Was yeah, that was the in story? Edward Mitchell's stuff. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh no! You know they found it in his stuff, and it, you know just as we were talking, I'm going to jump ahead here some, but pull me back around if y'all want to. But you know, offline, the fact that he never brought it up is very intriguing. Yeah. Edgar Mitchell? No, that, uh, I disagree because he did talk about it in at least one interview, I think, with uh, Larry King. I mean, he oh, didn't, okay. he didn't uh, uh, mention it by name specifically, but he did talk about what the gist of the document is about. Okay. See, to me, reading through this, this smells everything like the disinfo we've been fed for decades yeah. now. You know, even treating MJ-12 like it was a real thing, which we can fairly, you know, say fairly uh, confidently it was not. Mm-hmm. And what, what was your take, Miguel? Uh, okay, so maybe we should do like a quick summary okay. about what uh, I'm, I'll try to do my best. Uh, so I don't know, like for people who are uh, a little bit familiar with the current um, UFO uh discussion they might have heard the name of dr eric davis uh dr eric davis uh is a person who has been around uh the ufo investigation i don't want to say i don't i'm not sure if i can say official government ufo investigation uh because he was part I think he was part of NEETS, okay. you know, back in the day. And he also, you know, was part of uh, OSAP, you know, like was, which was, according to some, because the story is still very murky, the precursor to ATIP or the thing, you know, the, the, the Pentagon secret UFO program that was led by Lou Elizondo, or so he says. You know, like I said, it's murky. It's not really... Definitive yeah. in any in any way, but anyway, Dr. Eric Davis, uh, you know, he's been around with uh, collaborating with people, people with connections within the government, trying to you know find uh, what the government might or might not know about UFOs, particularly when it comes to these supposed black super secret programs that are trying supposedly to back engineer alien technology so because of that uh, apparently uh, he or other of his associates contacted this person admiral wilson 
who at the time, and I think we're talking about late 1990s, if I'm not mistaken, guys, I, correct I believe me. I think uh, it was 98 or 97. All right, 1997. Yeah. Uh, this uh, gentleman, I don't, I don't remember what was his position at the time, but he was very high up in, in you know, Pentagon, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> the Pentagon stuff. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, there's all this jargon that you really need to learn when you when you are into the the, the UFO stuff, like undersecretary of defense and and all that. So basically, this guy was in a sufficient high position to try to dig up uh, whether these these supposedly black groups uh, who are in control of the UFO information and, and the cover up really exist. So according to the memo, uh, which is something, by the way, that Eric Wilson later wrote uh, after he met uh, that, sorry, that doc, that Eric Davis wrote after he met with Wilson in the parking lot of some place. I don't remember. It, I don't I don't remember if what if it was AG&G or something like that. But oh, like he, they met for a couple of hours and then uh, Eric Davis did his best to try to write out everything he remembered, you know, like uh, verbatim. And Wilson told him, you know, that he had managed to find this group, uh, and they were very shocked that they that uh, he had managed to locate them. And you know, he was very insistent, so they finally uh, accepted to meet with him, and they kind of like explained to him that yes, they were in possession of. Technology, they were trying to uh, reverse engineer technology that, according to them, that was not of this world and that they, right. they did not elaborate any further than that, only to say that they had been very slow in their progress. And when he demanded to know more because he wasn't in the position to, 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 to try to see, uh, not, you know, the oversight of 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 these government-funded programs. I mean, what you will expect in a in a normal democracy, you know, that uh, if you have someone who is working for the government, some secret projects, well, you have to have some kind of oversight, you know, otherwise they will be doing whatever the hell they wanted. And basically they told him that he didn't have enough clearance to do that. And he was kind of furious about that. He started to you know, raise his voice among his higher ups. You know, his he, people that were uh, higher than him in the in the Pentagon food chain. And according to the story, according to the memo, someone told him that he should better, you know, leave this story be. You know, like back off, right? And and mind his own business because otherwise he will injure his career. He will be like uh, forced to uh, retire early and being demoted, uh, you know, from being like a four-star general to a three, sorry, for a four-star admiral to a three-star admiral. Maybe I'm getting all these wrong guys, but trying to do my best. And he will not be able to be undersecretary of uh, uh, national defense, which was, ah. what, which was his goal. Uh, so that's what the, the story ends, you know, that's basically the gist of uh, the Wilson Davis. If you believe in the story, 
it will confirm that there is indeed these uh, programs that are under not under military or government control, but they are in private hands, mm -hmm. you know, private yeah. uh, private companies that are in possession of these uh, non-human or non-earthly super advanced technology. And they don't want any kind of oversight and not even someone like Admiral Wilson is able to get and crack uh, that secret wide open. Yeah. 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 I was wrong. Uh, it wasn't uh, 97, 98. It was 2002. Um, oh, but wow. I guess it came out of a meeting uh, that uh, like uh, some of the events that have been happening, <laughs> excuse me, around, around 97. Okay. Um, I knew 97 yeah. was in the, involved there somehow. Yeah. And, I, and like I said, the contents, I mean, it comes across like all the disinfo that we've been fed for the last 30 years. And you said, Red Pill, too, that you saw this on Imager years ago. Yeah, I mean, I, I have yeah. a copy of it just because I save all the digital stuff that I come across. Um, and I was looking at it now, uh, and that's where I found that it was 2002. Um, but yet in it, in the actual, like the document itself, it doesn't say, now this is the thing, and this is where I feel like the words are specific, is that the point says program manager said they didn't know where it was from. It is re referring to the craft, uh, the recovered stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. They had, and then in parentheses, they had some ideas on this. Uh, it was technology that was not of this earth, not made by man, not by human hands. And I guess my question is, you know, what, how did they, how is this proven that this is not of this earth? Because I guess, you know, in a lot of these situations where we're talking about like the metamaterials, and I'm lumping it all in because it really is call, uh, all kind of in the same sphere there yeah. um, in terms of where it's coming from. These are alloys that are uncommon and we would not necessarily consider making them. But they're not like there's nothing that we're seeing that says, oh, well, this has been irradiated by cosmic dust from Jupiter. So we know that it's been in outer space. Right. right. And I feel like that, you know, to extrapolate from this that, you know, what is being said is that these are extraterrestrial craft, you know, from an advanced civilization is, again, another huge leap, not to be surprised, but uh, just from the data of this document, yeah. it never to, says that. Yeah. It's open to speculation, right? Like, sure. I mean, sure. uh, putting a silly sci-fi example, if we were to witness something like in the TV series Stargate, you know, right. something that somebody pushes a button and whoosh, you see a portal to another dimension, you will say, well, you probably wouldn't say, well, but how can you prove that is not made out on Earth? You know, who cares? You know, it's obviously <laughs> something that is so, right. so impossibly well, more yeah. advanced than our current technology. Mm -hmm. And by definition, it will be, you know, not sure. of this Earth. The reason I say that, too, is, you know, it, it did make me think of the more recent uh, point that has come up in, you know, I think what is to me, a very fishy situation, which is the Lazar situation, right. where his assertion, at least in the Rogan interview, uh, whatever information, maybe this is just Lazar at this point, who knows, it could be, with the idea was that this was a craft or that was found uh, like in a cave somewhere. Right. Is what, right. Like this was an a piece of essentially like, 
an ancient artifact of like you know some Atlantean civilization. You know, that's I, me I think again, Lazar example. said that there were numerous craft. They all looked different, and one of them was like found buried underground from okay. like ancient times or something. Right. Right. Um, I don't know. I think that. Uh, I mean, this thing about being found in, in, in like in a cave or in an archaeological dig, I think this is something that he has added recently. You think it's yes. bizarre? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I think he's, I think, I mean, my, my own personal biased, uh, cynical sure. take on this is that Lazar sees the popularity of shows like Ancient Aliens. And maybe he wants to latch on on that and say, well, maybe this is something that they found in some archaeological dig, you know? Yeah, Uh, because I think it's I think it's interesting sort of in the way that like Go Rightly does it to trace the the mis the disinformation like, you know, with mutes and and how these different or the the dumb, you know, underground bases and how these things change and shift. And if there are. Yeah, yeah, because let's be honest. Robert Las- Bob Lazar's uh, quote unquote sports model, you know, the, the craft that he alleged to have seen when he worked at S4, this super secret uh, area adjacent to, you know, the Nellie's range, uh, Area 51, is almost exactly like Billy Meyer, one of Billy Meyer's uh, Pleiadian being mm. uh, shot. It's, yeah, it's almost an exact copy, and I, I can say that with a certain level of confidence because of my background as a as a designer. I'm I'm, I'm very good with geometry and and memory of of uh, three dimensional shapes. Um, I can right now, guys, everyone listen to this. Open your up your uh, browser. And open, uh, pull up an image of Bob Lazar's uh, sports model, and then go and, and look through the catalog of, of photographs taken by Billy Meyer that were, you know, advertised uh, in the 1980s, and you will soon find the 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 sort of craft that I'm talking about. I mean, Billy Meyer used several types of craft. I mean, the last one was the one that was duped. <laughs> the I think it was called the birthday cake, which was so silly in 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 its design. Like it's something that is kind of like almost like a trash can lid full of uh, uh, Christmas uh, <laughs> spheres. It's so stupid. But uh, the the other one of the earliest ones is the one that I'm talking about, and I'm okay. sure that Bob Lazar copied, or maybe not Bob Lazar, someone copied that particular uh, design and and use it in this, you know, in the thing that Bob Lazar claimed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I guess the thing with this memo is now it's popping up all over the place as more evidence that the the government has. You know, you crashed UFOs, and I'm like, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, this isn't evidence of anything. Yeah. And, well, and Gary, and, yeah, and Gary Nolan recently, there was that video, the interview, uh, I think that somebody had, had uh, linked, I think that came yeah. out within the past couple of days yeah, where yeah. he was yeah. essentially yeah, inferring that, that this, I'm sorry, go ahead, Saxon. Oh, no, I was just saying, I, I shared it to the group, but go ahead. Yeah. 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 Why don't you, yeah, no, you, you explain it then. Well, uh, oh no, I didn't want to interrupt you, but, um, yeah, you know, it, he gets into talking about consciousness and some other things like that, which I, I was sort of surprised at, but I appreciate it. Uh, but it, it seems to be one of those things like kind of like how Lazar has gotten recirculated where it's like, OK, how can we put this back out here again? And, 
you know, uh, generate some buzz off of it. Uh, the the thing about Gary and, and going back to something that you said earlier, Chris, you know, he would talk about examining uh, UFO materials. Yes. Um, and the thing that he seemed to point to, at least in the, the uh, Vice article I looked at recently, was stuff that looked like transistors before we had transistors. But um, how do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you put that in context? I mean, I you know, there's no mention of like dating on it. You just have the word of somebody saying, you know, well, we got this before transistors existed, you know, and, and have him look at it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the thing is that uh, Gary Nolan, it's like all, all of this thing is like six degrees of separation. It's always the same people over and over again. Uh-huh. Yes. And um, with Gary Nolan, Gary Nolan, we know that he's a close associate of uh, Jacques Vallée. And, and Jacques Vallée, we know that he's been friends with Hal Putoff since the 70s, you know, since they were all working at the Stanford uh, Research yeah. Institute when Hal Putoff was uh, working in the remote viewing project. And we also know that uh, Hal Putoff has been working with Eric Davis, you know, for decades. You know, Eric Davis, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I see him as something of a Hal Putoff's prodigy or something. Uh, so that's the connection, you know. I mean, Gary Nolan will say, well, of course, the, 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 the Wilson Davis, the Wilson memo is true because, because I know these people and, and, and I trust them. Uh, and also, it has to be said that uh, it's not as if Admiral Wilson hasn't gone gone on the record to talk about this particular memo. It has been inter- interviewed by uh, journalists, independent journalists like uh, Billy Cox, who used to have a, a blog devoted to UFO news uh, at, uh, I think it was the Miami Herald. Right. Uh, and Cox has interviewed, you know, has contacted Wilson several times, and Wilson, every single time, has denied that he ever met with uh, Davis and that the story is true. He says he's totally puppycock. Mm. So wow. that is one of the, like what I said, is some kind of like a cognitive dissonance with the disclosure advocates because the disclosure advocates are so gaga when it comes to the claims of people within the government, as long as they say the things they want to hear. The moment that someone like Admiral Wilson says, no, this is this story is not true, this is uh, bull manure, that was it. Well, obviously that is a lie, though this is part of the cover-up. <laughs> yes, well, all right. Well, I think that, that recaps all that very nicely. So I, I thank the three of you, unless anyone has something they want to add at the end here. No. All right. Uh, maybe what I would add is that, yeah, maybe uh, Jacques Ballet in, in recent years has be, become more, uh, uh, I don't want to say candid. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure what, what's the word that I want to use that more leaning toward the idea that there may indeed be uh, secret government programs uh, studying remains of UFOs. Not sure if, you know, a a whole craft or bodies, you know. He sure has been uh, uh, talking to people who believe, you know, that there are indeed, you know, bodies stored somewhere, you know, that there are being people who are... uh, But... uh, so what, <laughs> you know, like in the end, 
what can you expect? Are, are you are we really to expect that the government all of a sudden will say, yeah, you know what? Now that you ask nicely, sure, we'll have to admit that we have these uh, things that we really don't understand and uh, we have no idea uh, what they are. I think that a better approach, the thing that uh, some people are doing is, you know, like what uh, Abel Loeb is, is doing, like saying, you know, they haven't, uh, they haven't, they haven't, uh, like made the sky classified. So everybody can go on and, and look up and yeah. try to find uh, something. Now, the problem is that within the what Galileo project now, there are more and more people that are part of, or there were part of the, the uh, national security or, or the, the you know intelligence world people like uh, uh, Lou Elizondo and Christopher Mellon who are now consultants within the Galileo project and one wonders what what exactly they are doing there you know are they really there to help them or are they there to manage yeah. and to try to impose a certain agenda all right well, with that, I thank the three of you. Absolutely. Thank you. My pleasure. You have been listening to Where Did the Road Go? This show is made possible in part from our Patreons, and we thank you and everyone listening for helping us continue this exploration of the strange. You can always find everything Where Did the Road Go related at www.wheredidtheroadgo.com. And thank you so much for your support. 